Good evening, everybody. Electrical Essence, Unique Vibrations, and uh, we're going to listen to a little bit of some Kay Blau uh, turning pages, and then I'll discuss a little bit of the broadcast today. Alright you guys, and the broadcast today is going to be a clip from Starseed Symphony off of the Lion's Pride um, chat, uh, page, um, it's um, As the Lion Speaks, um, that's the name of the page on on the Facebook, and um, the Lion is the name of it on YouTube, so um, I'm going to go ahead and share in the clip, it's just about 30 minutes long or so, um, it is talking about the Galactic Federation as well as um, soul essence, as well as life, as well as different dimensions. It it kind of touches bases on a lot of different areas, but um, it's quite a significant um, area of the topic of that goes into different areas that is very significant right now that I just wanted to share. And it was a beautiful broadcast, and I think that um, I think that uh, a lot of people will find it kind of refreshing to um, understand and learn things at a deeper and more intellectually explained viewpoint. Um, most cultures only recognize the biological anchors, which is why, the, by the way, I, rec- I really love the Native American cultures and, Shin- and Shinto. They, uh, the Shinto, for example, have, an, have a, a concept called a kami, which describes it very well. You know, we can incarnate into a rock if we need to. It's irrelevant. It's just an anchor. You know, We are protruding into this world. We are not really here. This is like if you kill Cassidy, I'm going to be pissed somewhere else. Which is one of the reasons why the attempts on my life, <clears throat> on my life, finally stopped. So, but yeah, so the Federation is divided into several circles. Now, the first layer of these circles that we're going to discuss is order of life. So you have all your biologicals that kind of stick together because you know you guys tend to you know it's just like like little china or you know or the or the the jewish quarter you know it's people like to stick with their own and when you're dealing with other forms of life some of which are truly disgusting you know to biological life forms anyway they tend to stick together so in one circle you have your bios another circle you have your consciousness entities in another circle you have your blue spheres like us you know in another circle you have their life, their, their, their life, but not as you know it. Uh, an example of that that I can bring to mind are the people that I call um, Jovali. I name them because the moons of Jupiter is just a sci-fi name. I, I can't communicate with them at all. They're too different. You know, they're basically living threads of metal. So it's just, you know, life is everywhere. And there are life forms that are so different to each other that even beings that are generally thought of as angels or some high-level muckety-muck, they still can't figure out other forms. It's too different. This is purposeful. This is, you know, the way the universe must work. Questions about the circle of life? I was going to say not about that. I was still thinking about the anchor part, and I was trying to think of a movie or TV show reference. Right. Something similar. Like, I thought of Fallen, 
but that has very dark connotations. Um, yeah, but it's mm-hmm. but it works. Mm-hmm. You're, you're talking about the one uh, time mm-hmm. is on my side. Yeah, it works. That uh, that movie describes a walk in consciousness very very well. You know, there are entities that can do that, and uh, that puts them in my house. So. And in books, there'd be Anne Rice's, oh, it was one of the vampire books, like a body snatcher one, right around the time yeah. of Memnock the Devil. Go ahead. Honestly, the best, the best uh, science fiction or fantasy that I, can, that I can come up with is, believe it or not, the old Beauty and the Beast TV show. And that had a lot of parallels. And you guys can look this factoid up yourself, because I read it on the internet, so you can find it too. But if the show had gone on, it was going to reveal that Vincent, the the lion guy, was an alien. And that he was basically dropped in a dumpster by his own people to do the same mission I've been talking about. And, for those of you skeptics, it is perfectly reasonable to assume that that's how I went crazy. So, you know, because like, oh, my my mind snapped, so I grabbed that to to hold on. Like, how good. Exactly. So now the the other thing is that in that in that show it goes into the fact that Vincent's consciousness is not in his body. The fact that he's a lion is kind of irrelevant. He is a psychic being. He is a being of consciousness. Um, other movies that kind of get it uh, are Starman. Have you guys have ever seen Starman? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Long a long time ago. Um. Yeah, Starman is a really, really good one because that's basically what happened to me. I had to utilize DNA to create a to create a self from for a self for myself, or I was going to get sucked into the maelstrom. The difference is, I don't think we have the technology available on the planet to clone somebody from a hair and then inhabit the clone. We need a few machines for that. <laughs> hey, that's a different story. And so for those of you who are wondering, oh, so you mean you took over a baby's soul? I get that a lot, actually. Uh, no. No, I did not. I'm sorry, this is very uncomfortable for humans, but not every conceptualized uh, set of gametes is a soul. That takes a little while. And all the pro-lifers just cheered. <laughs> so, yeah. So like I said, there's the circle of life, the circle of, you know, electric entities, you know, and all of these are represented in this federation. Now, this is where it gets a little sticky to describe, you know, the blue beam entities because we are not a part of the federation. However, several of the anchor species that we have been with are like the Katai, the felines, the sexy space cats, right? Now, to emphasize, to, to, to explain a little bit more about the anchors, essentially, I want you guys to understand that outside of the comfort of space, gravity, and light, there is a storm of energies. It is, I, I, I can't even like think of the number of like megatons you would need to describe the force of these storms. Okay, we just call it the maelstrom because it's simple. Sometimes it's called the hurricane, sometimes they call it the whirlpool, but the the emphasis is always the same, because this storm likes to suck into itself. Think of it like a black hole, okay? Mm-hmm. Anchors 
are like eggs to, to, to spiritual entities. You know, you've all heard the phrase that we're spiritual entities having this human experience. That is uh, physically true, as in true within physics. So people are often in a rush to escape these bodies, but you don't realize you ain't ready yet. It will destroy you. Okay? Uh, even blue sphere beings need to manifest some kind of shield. Now, you talked about this maelstrom, this storm, a uh, few days ago. Could you give more of a description for those who were not here at the time? Because it is much stronger than anything you find in Hamilton or whatnot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, let's say we've all heard of entropy, right? Do we need to describe it? Poe, why don't you give us a brief description of entropy? Mm, not a good day for that. Okay, then Cassidy, let's give us this truth. Christy, save Cassidy. Yes. Can you describe uh, entropy? Um, if I if I were to try, I would say that entropy is actions that have gone awry. That's one good way to put it. Um, entropy is also the force that governs decay, uh, not just decay of like of like physical life, but um, erosion, things like that. Now, the reason why we bring entropy up is it is a force that is at play, as in it is a, it is a primal you know, field, as it were, within this multiverse. But it's not like the other fields. It doesn't, the, the, the force of what you, the, what you call entropy doesn't work together to create the latticework of reality. It is the balancing point that sucks the detrius in. You see what I mean? Without mm -hmm. gravity in space, there's nothing to stop anything from being sucked into this, you know, singularity, maw, whatever you want to call it. You Lack know. of order or predictability, gradual decline into disorder. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what it does, ultimately, is it reorders light. You know, so if, if a soul were to get sucked into the maelstrom, that's still not the end of them. It's very unpleasant, but it's still not the end. You see? The maelstrom can destroy a, a thing's quantus, but that's not the same as your highest self. Right. And this is the part where there's hope. All of you are protruding, just like me. You just don't remember because of the difference in genomes. Okay. Mm -hmm. That is the answer to why don't you fear death. Ultimately, you're just protruding in here. Should your quantus corpus fall into the maelstrom and you were to be torn asunder completely down into your prime magnific bolts... Your higher self will be up there going, Poof. wow, that sucked. Round two. Energy doesn't die. Exactly. And we're all made of starlight. Mm -hmm. No matter how painful an experience is, it is only temporary. So that's what the anchors are for. And again, a higher self, not just, not just us blue spheres. Which, keep in mind, at the, high, the highest point of humanity is also a blue sphere. Like I said, we are literally all one. You know, these differences that we're talking about are illusions. And that's what the Vedics are getting, or we get at when they talk about you know, clearing out the various chakras. And say, oh, well, when you, when you clear out the top chakra, you can see past illusion. Some people are like, wait, so I get like a plus five save on save versus <laughs> magic? What's going on? What it means is you start to see past this illusion of reality. You know, and a lot of people can't get there because they think, well, I have to let go of everything I love. That means my loved ones will disappear. 
Uh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> Point of fact, the what's waiting for humans on the other side of that let go is a higher order of love. When you let go of this fragile shell, you start to be able to grasp the real energy. I mean, you can consider it in the different spiritual traditions, uh, the yogis, the masters, the whatnots. Um, they let go, and I know Alexander would go on a tirade on this one. Letting go of the physical uh, is not letting go of loved ones. It is better understanding the interconnectedness of everything and a love that is agape, that is unconditional. Mm -hmm. And speaking of energy, Nicole gave you permission when you're done speaking to talk about her healing ability. I haven't forgotten. I'm getting to that. That's in the in the what are we here to do? What what can we offer you? You know what's in it for you guys section, which is right after the Federation. Okay. So the first layer, as we I think we've thoroughly covered the different orders of life. You know, and that life is basically infinite, and there's orders of life that even I can't remember or imagine. You know, we're good, we're good with that. So the next layer is what we would call a tribal politics layer. Mm-hmm. Now this is where we get into things like what I say, the tribes of light, tribes of shadow. Those are very, very, very broad categories on purpose. If you think it's complicated, when when if you if you think like like. Uh, Unions and then political parties and then countries, you think that's complicated. Imagine that there is a coalition or a group of millions for every little stinking idea. There's a group for pro-smoking. There's a group for anti-smoking. There's a group for pro-coffee. There's a group for not coffee. You know, it's like, it's just, it, it, it's, it's, it's terrifying in its complexity. And what the Federation is starting to realize, and they're finally, finally coming to the Katai about, is they're realizing that they, all of this complexity is more of the venom. And they're realizing that they were bit by the same venom that's taking over this world millions of years ago. Which is what we've been saying since the beginning. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, let me, uh, to reiterate again, the Katai are the felines, the sexy space cats. They were biological, like you, but they were far advanced spiritual, spiritually. Not advanced technologically. Like they, if you tried to explain to them atoms, they would laugh at you. Like, oh, you mean the vibrations that make up the rocks? Cool. No, the atoms. Yeah, the vibrations. No, the atoms. And then one intrepid Katai would say, you know what? I'm tired of listening to this atom talk. I'm going to break one. And we would remember him for all time by his intrepid exploration words. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> like I said, Different kind of life, folks. <laughs> Different orders of life. You know. So, yeah, what what use do you have for molecules when your consciousness can alter vibrations around you? It helps, as we have been learning. Again, I like your sciences here way better. Much more high resolution. So, on top of that, then you have the points of origin. Now, not every quote-unquote alien by a bioform is born on their home world. You know, not every Pleiadian is born on Pleiadia Prime or whatever the hell the name of the world is. You know? 
Halcyon, thank you. So a Pleiadian born here, for example, like fully born here, like Pleiadian family comes down, you know, has a massive orgy and then gives, lays eggs and you have the whole nine yards, right? The eggs would be Terran Pleiadians. The, the vibration of Terra goes into you in your birth, assuming you survive it. So they're, they're in the future when there are humans on other planets, they will almost, almost be different races because the humans that are born on Mars, for example, will be one with the soul of Mars. They will be Martian humans. You see? So that's another layer of complexity. So on each world, say, for example, uh, uh, Sirius freaking B, you know, it's, it's a big-time cosmopolitan world. There are many, many, many races there. That, make, that makes the politics of the Federation immensely more complicated. Because anyone from Sirius B, maybe they're a Pleiadian born on Sirius B, but they learned they, 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 they're they a member of the Shadow Tribe. So that's like three radically different politics they have to manage when they're dealing with the Federation. And most of people, most people in the Federation are effing sick of it. And I'm going to tell you the truth. You know, a lot of people are hoping that you can correct the situation. A lot of races have their hopes pinned on humans for various reasons. Mm -hmm. what, what you guys have missed is that you were born on the holy planet mm -hmm. the holy planet is in your blood the other races can help but it's actually going to be up to every soul out there to keep their vibration high yeah and that's that. That actually feeds into the reason why mass, you know, spaceships landing hasn't happened yet. Your species is psychically active. You are throwing out waves of turbulence. You know, and then you get these political parties. I hate to pick on politics, but then you get these political parties and tribal parties, and they're uniting minds so that the waves. We can't navigate these. You know, it was easier when your when your people were completely divided and it was just some turbulence. Now you have massive crashing waves of destructive psychic energy. I think. Bobby, go ahead. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, Bobby asked about twelve twenty one, and I'm going to repeat what I've been told. And my star seed group also says this, so it's kind of nice to be validated. But from what I understand, there will be an enlightenment. It's not something to fear. Um, but it will be centered around Mount Uluru. And I don't know much more than that. We're going to have to see if even that is correct, because there's some question on if it's this year or next year. So that's an answer to Bobby. And then there was another question brought up about... Uh, the possibility of an alien taking over uh, a soul in utero and therefore it being a male but going into a female body, would that be the same as um, feeling That wasn't like pointed at anybody. Would it be, would, if this was a question that was brought up, it's not my question, uh, but would it be possible that that could happen and that would be causing the feeling of being trapped in the wrong gender. Yes. 100% yes. That's what happened to me. I did as much as I could to correct the body, but it must you must be understood that my oversoul is female. Mm 
Now, there are certain people who can see me in hyperspace that disagree, but that's because they can see the male aspect. One of the beauties of our technology is that for a time we can share souls. You see? My oversoul is female. My name was Chidra. And yes, that's why I put that name in the books. Pow! Okay. It's an um, awesome name. Thank you. I am the least, the smallest. That does not mean the Omega. Liana brought that up, and that's still that's still grinding my gears. There's no such thing as an Omega in a round a round table. I am not the least of my brothers and sisters. I am the smallest. I'm the quickest. I'm the most ruthless, and I'm the one that gives a shit the least about the rules. What this means is I can get in places others can't. And something that I hope will resonate with your souls, some of you at least, there is nowhere they can hide you that I will not find you. I've come for my friends. And I will fuck the dragon up. Correction. We will fuck the dragon up. And if we can't do it ourselves, we'll make it kick its own ass. Mm-hmm. The dragon left us lots of handy-dandy tools, you know? Everybody's so caught up in, in fear that we're not seeing the tools. You know, Draco wants to play with chains. That's funny. I'm pretty good with chains. Draco wants to play with whispering into people's subconsciousness. I'm pretty good at that, too. The point is, you are not alone. And I am not the only one. And if I can do the things that I that I claim I can do, imagine what the others can do. Imagine what you can do once you're unlocked. And it doesn't take us to unlock it. We are not here to unlock you. You must unlock yourself. If anyone else unlocks you, that's putting the cult on you. Mm-hmm. That creates psychic energy threads which vampire you and give it to the person who quote-unquote unlocked you. You must do it yourself. That was not meant to sound bitchy. That sounded bitchier than I meant it to. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just keep thinking about the energy, and I almost got caught up in the question of chicken and the egg. So with all of the chaotic negative energy, is it coming from within us or from around us that we are just uh, taking like a kind of sponge, but the source doesn't matter at this point what matters is what you do with it what matters is changing it around for yourself otherwise you're going to get caught up in all of it it's more than a cloud it is the atmosphere at this point yeah it's kind of like you know which which, what you know which came first you know do you drink are you an alcoholic for those of you who are alcoholics are you an alcoholic because your parents were alcoholics or is it inside and it came out which came first irrelevant you take control of yourself. The truth is, when we're talking about hyperphysics, neither came first. What we're what we're seeing here is you have the chicken and the egg scenario. The entity is singular. The chicken and the egg are consequences of uh, basically linear causality. The fact that it's split in two is to, into a beginning and an end form is a consequence of duality in this microverse. So. So, 
Yes, I'm, Alex, I'm aware that the tool was founded by a German man, but I don't believe the word tool is uh, German. Uh, again, please correct me on that, somebody, if I'm wrong. But I hear this. So yeah, the Federation is in absolute abject disarray right now, and the rules no longer apply. You know, it's becoming it's become known to your species that you are not aliens. You are, in fact, from here. It's become known to your species that you have had many, many ages of high technology. The uh, what you might call the the Prime Directive simply doesn't apply. You know. And then for those people who would say, for those tribes who would say, yes, but this is a new incarnation, they haven't figured it out yet. Uh, I say to that, well, then you shouldn't have let the neighbor rights mess with the species. You know, as far as as far as I am concerned, and I really only care about my opinion on this one. I'm sorry, folks, but as far as I'm concerned, the Federation let humans down, and I will not stand for it. So we're really so we're we're just a little bit over an hour. So I want to emphasize the idea that we can all do these things by by talking about Nikki's story. Now Nikki is you know, one of one of our students. She's a starseed. And she's you know, she was Katai on one time, like everybody. That's one of the things you guys will start to understand is that being a starseed isn't a matter of oh I was uh, I was once Katai. Ooh, I was once Arturian. Everybody was once everybody. It's a matter right. of remembering what's relevant to your life today. Right. So Nikki is remember is beginning to remember her Katai past, and that's cool because that she's been gaining access to our technology, and she has had recently what I consider her first big coup. And that is she saved a man's life who was having a stroke and patched his shit together. So, you know, he went in, if I understand this correctly, and correct me if I'm wrong, Nikki, he went in with a, with an absolutely dismal prognosis and come home with just a bit of weakness in his hand. Okay? Because the only thing that separates me from you genetically is a single chromosome. Chromosome. It's a single chromosome. And that chromosome is not what allows for, for all the magic. That's in you all. Nikki didn't have to remember being Katai and living on Malakwa in order, in order to learn to do this. It just helped. You know. The reason why it helps is because the technology from Malakwa, this, this light and consciousness technology, is so close to your original base technology, like I'm talking Atlantean technology, right? It's so close to your base technology that we could be the batteries in your Game Boy. You know? It's that close. And just like our species are so close, genetically, Katai and humans, that we can interbreed. As has been proven. <laughs> you know? We are seeing the end point of what, they, of what the Vedas called, I believe, the Kali Durga, the age of Kali. We've seen the apex. It's time for the world to start getting better. And it starts with you at home understanding that you control your destiny. If you want to see the aliens, make yourself someone the aliens would come visit. There are two last things in uh, chat. 
One, David Nash says, what are we capable of? That's the age-old question. Everyone says we are capable of so much, but offer no insight to find okay. these in our powers. Good point. What you are capable of, the way I would describe it, there again, there's as many ways to describe it as there are, as there are mystical cultures out there. The way I would describe it is you are capable of nothing less than rearranging the prime building, block, prime building blocks of this universe. Uh, your scientists have already approved years ago that you can control light with your mind. Okay, that's done. Science is done. Light will conform to your subconscious expectations. Okay, and it goes far beyond slat, uh, uh, wave versus particle. Any way you can envision light, you'll, you guys will find if you should look into it. There are physicists saying, hey, wait, but light actually is the thing I envisioned. Oh, but wait, light is the thing I envisioned. And they're all coming up with new names for other particles. But they should have just listened to Einstein. He told them, your mind can focus light. Simple as that. Just like a spider's butt can focus proteins into a web. Okay. I wanted to rub some funny on that. That was funnier in my head, though. And what you guys, you're a scientist. Hold on, just don't want to break the momentum. What your 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 highest bleeding edge physicists of, of you know a variety of of uh, schools of science are starting to realize is that this is all light, all of it, even this crude matter. Light turns out it's not stardust at all. It turns out the stardust is compressed light. So it still comes from stars, like Carl Sagan said. I'm not I'm not going to argue with Sagan, with Sagan, or his ghost will rise and hunt me through the night, like zombies. Billions of dreams. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a zombie saying billions and billions of brains. True story. So. Not arguing with Sagan, it's just that we, your scientists now understand a little bit better where that stardust comes from. And that also fits in, because one of the problems with uh, the stardust equation is it does not account for the sheer matter. But the light compression theory does. So, yeah. There was another question. Well, I'm not quite finished with this one. Okay. So, understand, if you can control light, done science proves that put a pin in that and everything is light put a pin in that now add your pins together and I think you'll find your answer that is the answer to what you can do and how you can do it it's simply a matter of training your brain waves the uh, uh, oh I can't remember which is the one I call alpha <laughs> see beta is, yeah beta is the conscious Mm -hmm. yeah, it's a matter of syncing up your brain waves and when the proper brain waves are synced at the right frequencies your, sub your subconscious mind can then literally control the, the ebb and flow you can see this for yourself on Krillian photography Krillian oh I got it right the first time yep he sticks the landing indeed A plus from the teacher getting strong now alright so <clears throat> So Carillion photography shows, shows us this. So understanding what you're capable of is simply a matter. You don't even have to listen to crazy cats. Listen to your scientists. They'll tell you. Just add A, B, and C together. 